Hi, I'm Jory. I play Zeke the Fighter, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Jolie the Cleric, and it's good to be here. Hey, I'm Jesse, and I play Sylvie the Rogue. Welcome to Many Realms. Since he's not here to speak for himself, Kiel, I suppose I could tell you how Fabio and I met Paz. Would you like to hear that? Oh, yes. Open on the coastal eclipse three years ago. We see Sylvie in the middle of a performance in Tulip's Tavern. It is busy tonight. There are businessmen who have their heads buried together in conversation. A pair of old men share a pitcher in their usual seat at the bar, and a bachelorette party is hooting and hollering near the front of the stage. By all metrics, this night is going great for Sylvie and Fabio. Can you tell me a little bit about your routine? Yeah, uh, as a duo, I think, I mean, in a bar, I don't think we'd really be doing plays. It'd be more like dancing and music. Uh, Fabio's not much of a musician. It's probably like a mixture of drums, or like a really simple acoustic something. Uh, Sylvie, I think, is doing a very nautical vibe. It's a lot of like blue flowing fabric with silvery threads of like waves. She's doing these kind of like up and down movements. I mean, it's like the shipwreck storyline and uh, maybe she's getting a little mermaid. In the song as well though. Yeah, maybe she sings a little bit, yeah. Um, the Bachelorettes she's playing too, because hopefully they'll give some big tips. They absolutely will. Nice. You're, um, yeah, it's like the height of the eclipse, so the place is packed and people are buying you drinks, they're giving you tips, you are raking it in tonight. The opener for you was also quite good, they really warmed up the crowd, it was a band of sorts that you hadn't seen before. But the big, the big point is people are buying you drinks. As they should. I'd say that one of the girls in the bachelorette party like screams and Chica says, you are amazing. Oh my gosh, I love your outfits. Where did you get that? Did you make that? Aren't you a Sostis? I am a bit of a Sostis, <laughs> yes, yes. I make this all by hand just for these performances and for you lovely people. My friend, she said that if you gave her your shoes, she'd buy you a whole pitcher. My shoes? Your shoes? She wants your shoes. For a pitcher? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The girls scream, and they go, and they carry you to the bar, <laughs> and they say, the dancer needs a pitcher of beer. <laughs> ben, you heard them. <laughs> Here you go. I think Fabio is probably um, a little frustrated with you taking the spotlight right now. In this kind of performance, it it is like the norm that you're front and center. You have all of the razzle and the dazzle, um, and he's kind of your accompanist, but I don't know how much he loves that. Sure. So I think um, he's kind of grumbling behind you and making a snide remark or something when you give your shoes. Oh, would you lighten up? It's a party. 
What's your problem? I don't know, Sylvie. You're light now, but you're not gonna be very light later when we don't have food because they're paying us some drinks. And then he takes one. I drink uh, from the pitcher. That was my shoe drink. You still have your shoes on. If this is how we're getting paid, then I'm getting my share. I do need food. Oh, I want sweet bread. I don't have any shoes left. Maybe you could flirt a little with Ben again. It worked the first 14 times. He's a terror. I can hear you. <laughs> Those bachelorettes are blind drunk. Go give them a little Fabio charm. If I had any Fabio charm that could compare to your Sylvie charm, do you think I'd be in the back of the stage every night, Sylvie? I have the moves, but these women I'm sure are suckers for a pretty face like yours. He downs and the rest of the drink. Let's take oh half my god, that's my shoe drink. Okay, next shoes are my shoes. And he he like adjusts, adjusts his, his collar, sort of, yeah. And goes over to the bachelorette. Hi, guitarist. Hey, what's your name? I'm I'm Sarah. Um, it's nice to meet you. This is so exciting. Your friend Ellie is getting married. She's my 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 baby sister. I'll say, do you want to join uh, me and my friend Sylvie at our table for a while? Get a little break from your sister, maybe. She has been a little bit condescending since she got engaged. Um, sure, I don't mind. I don't mind stepping away. Okay. Um, meanwhile, Sylvie, I think you catch the eye of the band who is playing before you. All right, so you have the, the lute player and uh, the lead singer for that band um, sitting like across the bar. I think you catch the lead singer's eye a little bit. Do they have food with them? Um, they do. They have like a, uh, they have some sweet bread and a little bit of... Was it mushroom soup? Mushroom stew. Mushroom stew. Okay, stew. Have other things. <laughs> um, I think it's like the very confident, like coming over and just like playfully grabbing like a bite and being like ripping off the sweet bread. You guys were amazing tonight, by the way. Uh, the lead singer flashes you a winning smile and he says, well, so are you. You really got the uh, crowd going there. Yeah, I work this spot pretty regularly. I know Tulip or... I haven't seen you in Soleil before. No, we're just passing through for the eclipse. And then the uh, ludist says, it's our first time um, getting into this gig. Oh, you're sailing out? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the lead singer says, we uh, want to, or I want to uh, see a little bit more of the world. You know, I think... Um, Soleil is nice and all, but there's big cities across the sea. Crestia is supposed to be cool. That's where Rodolo's from. Yeah. Lore established. <laughs> well, you know, this is the lead singer. I'm actually uh, uh, Rodolo's bard, and uh, the Ludus oh. scoffs behind him. <laughs> What's the joke? The Ludus says, he's Rodolo's bard. We play on their ship. He says, well, Rodolo asked us to be his personal musicians. Or more accurately, he asked me, and you're along for the gig. 
Cool, that sounds like a really fun job. I get a little seasick. I don't know if I could do it myself. And he turns around and he says, I'm sure you could. A little bit of ginger and seasickness goes away. I've heard that, it's true. Well, you're not making a job offer, are you? I mean, with moves like you have. You think the great Rodolo would be uh, a fan? Well, if you get, um, I think uh, this is still the singer. He like puts his hand on your shoulder. He says, uh, if you get the uh, the right references. Uh, Sylvie's very open to this, sure. Um, does the singer look okay? He's fine. She'll He's like it. a tall <laughs> elf. Um, he's a little smarmy looking, maybe. That's not that's not too tall a wall to climb. <laughs> Sylvie will definitely um, giggle coyly and uh, wrap her arm around this guy's neck and say, uh, kind of play it up and go, I mean, if you could introduce me, I think that would just be, I would be so grateful to you for that. Um, the ludist uh, rolls his eyes again while uh, the lead singer says, I can make sure that happens. And he calls for a couple, for a round of shots for the three of you. Nice. Whoa. And can I yada yada a little bit to the next morning? Do I fuck him? Uh, if you would like to. Yeah. Okay. The night goes on. He keeps buying you drinks. I think um, it becomes a blur pretty soon after this conversation. Sure. And you wake up in your shared apartment. He wasn't going to be there in my plans. He could have fucked off in the morning. He could have yeah. fucked off in the morning. In fact, that's exactly Just what like happened. A Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you remember him coming home and fucking off in the morning. And you wake up in the morning uh, in your messy apartment with Fabio, that you share with Fabio, not feeling awesome. No. So far, this is like the most average silly. <laughs> like, this is every single night. So it's like, there's nothing to worry. She like rolls out of bed, I think at like 11. She's like half trying to reconstruct the events of the night. Maybe there's something that like, was I supposed to meet someone? Was I going to talk to that guy? What was his name from the bar? Gene? No, it wasn't Gene. And she's um, she's scrounging through the pantry looking for anything left to eat because she's got a killer hangover. I think um, pretty soon after you wake up, Fabio stu- stumbles into the room and he does not look very happy. He's kind of glaring at you a little. He says, morning, rock star. Uh, morning. You hear Sarah from the other room. Good morning. A good morning to you too. It was more a good night and then a terrible morning. Why, she shit the bed? Uh, no. No, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> You came home last night with a bunch of shit in your bag, including our tip jar. And then I root through your bag again and I pull it out. It's empty. And I turn it upside down. What? This was full when you put it in your bag last night. Yeah, yeah, after the after the wave dance. I remember. What, who has it? What, uh, shit, shit, shit. Um, uh, my bag. There was the um, musicians. Uh-huh. We didn't go. We came straight here after I thought. We didn't go to a restaurant or anything. Um, how sure are you? Like 90? I'll take 90. I don't know if I'd say 90, Fabio. Okay, well, let's say we start there. Do you know anything about them? Do you remember their name, Sylvie? Because that's Sarah. I know. 
I'm Sarah. Don't shut up. Um, sorry. Um, the boat, they're going on the boats during the eclipse. So Rodolo's boat, the great Rodolo. Okay. That one is helpful. So if we find the great Rodolo, it's his band or like Roddy could, fuck, I hate Roddy. Roddy might know if Rodolo has boats coming. So I think if we threw a rock, we could find someone who could find Rodolo's boat. I think the issue is getting onto that boat. They said they were going to intrude. Oh, that was a fucking lie. Yeah. Well, they don't know that I know it was a lie. We could do the Wailing Woman. Think they'll be back there tonight in Tulip's Tavern? They're not sailing off yet. They've nowhere else to go. Mm, Let's give it a shot, Sylvie. Okay. Sorry. We'll get it back. It's fine. We better. I can't. I can't keep losing our tips. Uh, We had fun, right? (laughs) Do you know where my shoes are? Okay. So you, your plan is to find them at Tulip's Tavern again the next day. Yeah, there's nowhere else that people would really go if they're just waiting for a boat to, you know, they're probably going to play again, right? Yeah, sure. I might try to go in advance of that and sweet talk Tulip because that would be kind of funny, I think. You go to uh, Tulip's Tavern, I'd say a couple hours before peak. So um, it's still open. I think it's open like 24 hours, basically. Tulip does not lose coin. So there are a couple people in the back of the bar. Um, one of them is doing fire tricks on stage. <laughs> That's great. We just have to reverse insert it into the other one. <laughs> ben is working the bar and uh, Tulip is maybe sitting with door with a glass of wine and it's dinner time maybe before the bar gets full. So he has like a nice steak mm-hmm. and he and Dor are uh, talking business. So he's going to smooth out her skirts, try to look presentable, which is not usually a priority for her, put on the charm. And she's going to saunter over to Tulip's table and say, uh, good evening, gentlemen. I'm so sorry to interrupt if I could have a word. You're booked again next week. I, yes, this is just about a bit of a, a, a workplace matter. Go ahead. Yeah, super quick. Um, You had musicians booked here last night. We were talking and I actually think I left my keys uh, on the bar and I think they grabbed them. Are they staying here at Tulips or elsewhere? Do you happen to know? Everybody stays here. There's nowhere else to stay in town. I have a monopoly. That's a very good point. Do you, could you just tell me the room? I'll just pop and get my keys. Uh, that is um, in-keeper, in-user confidentiality, Sylvie. You know that very well. <sighs> Tulip, I, of course, I, I mean, you know me. I'm not, I'm just trying to get my keys back. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing shoes? I'm a dancer. It's like for dancing. Disgusting. Huh. Callous. Callous. Well, um, well, I'm not going to give, just to let you go up there. Next week, usually you get... Fifty percent of the do- you get fifty percent of the door. Next week you're getting thirty. Uh, tulip. Well, I'm breaking confidentiality as a businessman. You're just. This is your confidentiality breaking fee. St- <laughs> business standard. As a businessman, if I just let you go up there, I am losing credibility. The people will not come to buy business because they will not think that they can have privacy. So. If I'm losing those customers, I need something in return. 20%. 
mentally calculates how much that's going to be against the overflowing tip jar she remembers, like the holy grail from the night before. <laughs> Clenches her teeth, says, Okay, Tulip, that makes sense. All right, 15%. Wait. No. Am I getting lower? Yeah. <laughs> you said 30 a second ago. You, you took remember. too long. I took too long. Time is money, Sylvie. You're you know that. Eating a steak. It's still going to be there. It's <laughs> looking, it hasn't gone anywhere. It's getting cold, Sylvie, the more you talk to me. 10%. <laughs> I can't say, I already said yes. I can't say yes anymore. You keep lowering the number. <laughs> All right, it's 5% and they're in room 316. Door is giggling. You are unbelievable, Tulip. There is no one else in Soleil quite like you. <laughs> it's fun to be, Tulip. <laughs> I, I get it now. This is like Jordan's been around so yeah. long. <laughs> okay, she dashes up the stairs barefoot. I, does she not have a second pair of shoes? That's pretty sad. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time it's happened. Yeah, yeah. That's she has to stop giving her mess. shoes to Why do people keep asking? They're nice. <laughs> she has great taste. Yeah. Are those Manolos? <laughs> Rodolo Manolos? Oh, Jory loved that. I like it when things rhyme. A little shoe humor. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so you go to the room. Yeah. Um, dagger from the waist. Um, the door opens. The singer is not there, but the lute player is. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, I've been better. I've had better mornings. You're a dancer from last night, right? Uh, Sylvie. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you were hanging out with Carrie. Carrie. Yes, I was. Um, is he, is he here now? I haven't seen him since last night. I thought he was at your with you. No, he told me that he wanted to meet here at his room. Would you mind if I just come in and wait for him? Is that okay? Be my guest. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, what did you say your name was? I'm Paz. Paz, uh, nice to meet you. Great uh, great music last night, by the way. Really. Thank you. You, you had a great performance, too. Thank you. Thank you. This is not the first time she's had to, like, casually but clearly, like, read a room as she, like, you know, feigns innocence. So what's going on in this uh, this in-room? No sign of your money. Uh, the room is, like, uh, two queen beds. Um, the clothes are on the floor, living out of their suitcases. You also see a um, small rodent-type creature that you've never really seen before scuttling around, maybe, on the lutist's shoulder yeah he sits down and i think he like starts noodling on his lute um and he says uh uh what were you meeting carrie here for she's like pulling on the thread trying to remember what they actually talked about last night rodolo um he wanted to uh talk about me coming on the ship working the ship i'm sorry honey that was a line oh he honeyed you I don't know if she really thought this was going to happen, but it still stings that even this, like, backup musician knew about it. And she's going to swivel into, like, oh, what? What do you mean? I, I thought you were wise to it. You seemed... Carrie's a bit of a... How do I put this nicely? A dick. Oh. He likes to find local acts and uh, take advantage of his connection to Rodolo. And I'm sorry that you were the victim of that. I kind of tried to warn you, but I guess I wasn't clear enough. Uh, so I'm not going to have 
a job. I won't be able to make any money. Kind of like, are these words, does he know that the tip jar is stolen? Trying to like flush him out. Oh, you still have your regular job. You seem like you have a pretty good gig at Tulips. The rates he charges are fucking abysmal. Do not ever work with him again if you have the opportunity not to. Anyway, yes, I do. It's just, you know, not every day is the coastal eclipse, right? Of course, I guess it uh, cools down here during the year, eh? It's not always the easiest, but um, it's the kind I don't I can't think of any other work I'd rather be doing, you know, making people smile, bringing life to these places. No, I get that. I, I wouldn't be traveling with Carrie if I didn't. Yeah, you are. You seem to think he's a bit of a dick, but you travel with him. Oh, well, he uh, he has a he's a great connection. Um, the crowds are great. He's a talented singer. He's um, fun to be around when you're on his good side or when you're not, um, you know, some buddy he's trying to screw over. Sorry about that. When you say he screws, like he does this a lot. I mean, does he ever do anything bad? I mean, I don't, I don't think lying to local acts and telling them that uh, they can take their show on the road is uh, good. She wants to assess Paz. She's close to fessing up to him and seeing if he'll help her. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's being genuine. Mm-hmm. She, It's like a sudden like dropping of the act. And she says... Uh, Paz, your dick bandmate stole my tip money last night. Uh, I think Paz just kind of sighs and rolls his eyes. And he says, he does that sometimes, but I thought he said he'd stop. It was in my bag when I went home and when I woke up, it was gone. And so was he. Do you know where he would have stashed it? Maybe on the ship. Are you kidding me? You want to take a look? Can you get me on Rodolo's ship? I can try. I'll give you 30% of the tip jar if you can get me on there. Mm, 20. Fuck, tulip is in my head. 30. <laughs> <laughs> I can do 30. Okay, let's go. So uh, he takes you to the harbor and um, it's very busy. There's all kinds of salespeople and buskers and voices and people trying to sell their wares and get your attention. Sylvia's used to navigating this. She knows all of the um, locals. She knows how to avoid like the pickpockets who come out. Maybe she she's is one of them. Who comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, like um, uh, yeah, yeah. Morning, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of jewel on the harbor is Rodolo's ship. The masts are towering essentially over the other ones, which I think is good for boats. You want a big mass. You want yeah. big mass. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a very ornate figurehead that is painted and ordained on the front of the thing. Is it Ridolo himself, the figurehead? On his own oh, boat? but he's a merman. <laughs> he's a merman. Yeah, it's like this vanity thing. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we can take liberties with uh, Ridolo's character, right, Jordan? You're not here. Ridolo does seem a little self-important, so... So it's pretty easy to tell which ship is his. And it does have a line of like pretty uh, serious looking guards around it. And Paz walks up to the ship and he says, hey, Bruce, can we get in? Rodolo is having alone time right now, so you cannot go in. On the whole ship? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> he's doing that home alone thing where he slides into the doorway. I see. The point is we were strictly told not to let anybody on or off the ship for um, the the rest of the day. She shoots a glance over to Paz. Is he like... Does he have cojones enough to try to get past this? What's he... He I th- pr- probably looks a little bit like... He's not... I don't, Paz isn't a rule breaker, is he? No. Yeah. He's very, like, mild and placid. So then I think he says, Okay, I'll let me know when he's done. Oh, but uh, thank you, Mr. Paz, was it? Yes. Yes, Bruce. You see, um, uh, Mr. Paz here brought me to the ship because Rodolo had requested an alone time dance. The guards whisper to each other and one of them says, we're not supposed to, he he usually would tell us if that was the case. I don't know what to say. I think he was maybe forgetful or a little embarrassed. I guess roll, um, what would it be? Persuasion. Persuasion, yeah. Yeah. That's a 14. All right. I think they whisper to each other and they say, yes, but you are going to have to have a escort naturally you work on the boat you'll you'll just you'll walk her up double check with Rodolo that this is indeed an ordered service and they let you on the boat with some suspicion as I go up the gangplank I grab Paz's shoulder and I go if Rodolo actually sees us during his infamous alone time he's gonna call for the guards so we need to go exactly where he isn't understand if I were Carrie and I had stolen goods, probably under his mattress in the uh, bunks. I don't think Rodolo would be in the bunks with the crew. Okay, let's do it. All right, so I think there are probably guards patrolling the boat as well. So you do have to be a little bit sneaky Mm -hmm. walking around here. Secret? Yeah. So let's do some stealth. Let's say first you're up the boat. There is um, a couple guards patrolling on the deck and you have to get across the deck to get down into the hull where the quarters are. There are some barrels, there's some netting, all like typical boat stuff. It's also Rodolo's boat. So everything is very fancy. Mm-hmm. There's a barrel that is like bejeweled. We don't know why. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know why because it's fucking swag as shit. <laughs> it is swag as shit. And... Um, The guards are on, like, high alert. I don't think that they're half-assing it. Um, So I think I'm going to ask you to roll stealth. That's a natural 20. That's a 24. You turn invisible and you float down to the stairwell. Maybe impressing Paz, who didn't know that I had all this in me. That was just a common, cheap How about you tell me what happens instead of the silly thing I said? I think that there's, like, a... An interesting, like, Sylvie is this kind of chameleon socially, and she goes from being this, like, super charming with the guards, trying to flatter them, to being, like, super severe with Paz on the gangplank, to up on the deck, she's, like, somehow super mousy and, like, nondescript, and just, like, the way she hunches her shoulders and, like, turns out her jacket and just makes a beeline, Paz is, like, keeping up and following, and it's, like, it's, like, walking around... Um, a construction site with like a high-vis vest. It's like everyone just assumes you're supposed to be there and no one's going to pay you any mind. Just walks confidently and nondescriptly over to the bunks, tries the first door, it opens, she goes down the stairs. As soon as passes in, she shuts the door and says, where the fuck are we? Are we close? Uh, yeah, just um, down the hallway. He takes her through a door, opens the door, and I do think you see, is he napping? Yeah, he's asleep there with like a different woman. It is the bride from the bachelorette party. Ah! Nothing. He's wearing your shoes. 
Oh, I want those fucking shoes back. I'm gonna take uh, like a chamber pot and like a metal spoon and like hammer it loudly until it's like ringing right up in their faces and go rise and shine, fuckers. They scream and like go up and look at you and Carrie's eyes dart from you to Paz back to you. <laughs> she throws down the bucket. She points the, the spoon threateningly and she says, I want my money back, dick. What money? My tip jar, you emptied it out. No. <laughs> Just like plain old gaslight. Uh, spoon down, dagger up and out. Yes. Carrie, what's happening? Who is this lady? Is she the dancer from last night? Thank you for your shoes. They're very comfortable. I'm taking them back. They're Rodola Manolos. <laughs> That's very expensive. She wrenches the shoes off this girl's heels and says, get out of here now. She scurries away. Don't tell my fiance. Um, Carrie says, I don't know what happened to your money, but I would never take money from someone like you. You're a hardworking performer. I get that. Paz, tell her. I would never do such a thing, right? And Paz, box. And he says, back me up. Oh, you said you would stop doing that. <laughs> and um, that's what I had told her before. You told her that I would have stolen from her. I turned to Sylvie and I said, look, I didn't steal your money. It was a, it was a deposit. For if you wanted to join our troop on this ship, we would need to pay for another bed. You get me? And I figured you agreed you wanted to join us, that I could do, use your tip to pay the deposit. You figured? Well, you told me. You told me last night you wanted to join our troop. And I said, and maybe you don't remember this, sweetheart, but I said, this is the right amount of money for the deposit. And you said, yes, go for it. And that's what I did. And I see you're in a pretty rough shape. You're barefoot on a boat. It's disgusting, by the way. It's got me. I'm, I'm putting the Manolas on. <laughs> but that's what happened. I swear by it. Paz, that's what happened, right? I don't, that didn't happen when I was around do they have, they have like supplies in here. Like this is their regular bunk on, yeah. on Rudola's boat. I think instead of the dagger at him, she's going to grab something that looks very expensive and mm. fragile. Some kind of like a, uh, like lyre that's made of like bone or horn or something. I think Paz goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Use this. It gives him a different web instrument that is not his no. own. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, um... Instead of a lyre, it's like a flute, something that is like a wind instrument. Whereas I guess Paz is a strings guy. Paz is mostly a strings, strings guy. Strings man. And she says, um, you can give me the tip jar now, or I can shove this so far up you that you'll never get it back again. Roll intimidation. 21. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carrie does not think that you are lying. Uh, he kind of freaks out. He says, no, no, that is, that is... Worth a bit more than your meager tips from last night, Selby. Talking, you're taking too long. Time is money. I'm getting more. Fuck, he's gone. He looks and he grabs the he grabs the stack of cash next to him and he grabs a slip of paper and he gives you the stack of money. He looks at Paz and he says, "This is your ticket to get back on this ship. You know you're not getting it back, right?" Who goes what? And I think uh, Carrie rips the ticket up 
you're fired from the troop. You're staying here in Soleil. Got it? And Paz balks again, and um, he gives you back your money and shoves you out the door. Kicks the chamber pot over on her way out. He slams the door behind her, and Paz looks at you and goes, Well, we got your money back. She gives a heavy sigh. They march across the deck. I think she just goes to the guards and goes, I finished. Brazilo. <laughs> he loved I it. Um, and I think they kind of end up back where they started in Tulip's Tavern, uh, sitting around a table. <clears throat> Fabio's like waiting to get this tip money back. She sits in a chair and she like slaps down this wad of cash and she says, I got us two things. Okay, is one of them my money? Yes. Great. I don't really care what the second one is then. No, you do. Okay. Please tell me you're going to say that guy's outfit. He's a fantastic musician and um, he has a lot of experience and he got fired because of me. Hmm. Okay. Fair. You ever killed somebody? Me? No. Me? Okay. Um, have you? <laughs> no. You say you're pretty good with anything else, money. I'm a good. I'm a. I'm a decent cook. Um, You've been saying. Cool. You've fine. Saying. You're in. Nice to meet you, Fabio. I'm Paz. It's nice to meet you too. Thank you for uh, giving me somewhere to land. I guess. He has a little thing too. We can work it into our act. Oh yeah, Kiki runs up his shoulder and goes, Kiki. <laughs> like a Pokemon. <laughs> Okay, it's cute. Don't let us shit everywhere. So you can stay? You can stay. And from then on, Paz stayed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the three of them get to talking and maybe hit it off a little bit the rest of that night. Paz takes maybe a few weeks to uh, recover from his firing, but he becomes a mainstay in Sylvie and Fabio's troop. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for telling me all of these tales. I, I, I have spent many nights alone, and this is one I shall remember for my life to come. Thank you, my new friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Many Realms. I hope you enjoyed this special backstory. Uh, this episode of Many Realms Origins, our new sub-series. Uh, if you want to hear more of our show, check out patreon.com forward slash many realms for outtakes, bloopers, and extra notes. And if you want to keep up with our show, check out our accounts on Instagram or the dying husk of Twitter. Both are at the Realms Cast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 When are we getting threads? <laughs> <laughs>